Welcome to Opinions and Beer. We are your host, I'm Adam. And I'm Keenan. I'm Ron Yoy. And we've got Ed Ray1416. Hello, losers. Oh my god. Today we've got a fun little episode. We are going to be reviewing Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Manium. But before we get to Wait. all that stuff. Was there like 1,415 other Ed Rays? Is that why you're 1416? Well, that could be the case. Okay, I just want to clarify that. Back to Quantum Mania. To kicking things off, we have the beer of the day by Buxton Brewing Company. This is Lady B, the vanilla cream ale, coming in at five point one percent alcohol by volume. Brewed in uh, Needleland, Texas. I am a fan of vanilla cream. I am a fan of cream ales, but on top of that, I am more of a fan of vanilla cream ales. They're always such a treat. You ready for here? They're always so crisp and fulfilling. Lady B, vanilla cream. Does the Lady B look creamy? It doesn't. Looks thin. But, you know, how it looks ain't got much to do with it, you know? I mean, yeah, sure, there's plenty of cream ales that actually look cream. And but how this looks creamier than mine. Uh, no, it doesn't. No. It, it just looks thin and crisp. Oh, that's, yeah. Yeah, well, you know. That's yeah, a cream ale. I suppose. I suppose it's not cream ales that actually look thick. That's no, other. that's milkshake. Yeah. That's milkshake beers. I'm aware. Milkshakes. But isn't a milkshake beer... A cream ale is a... It's extremely creamy. No, it's like, super yeah. Cream well, it's, ale. An, it's a... Uh, it's, it's a, a it's an adjunct lager. It's a super saiyan cream ale. It's an adjunct lager brewed with L yeast. The, the, this this blend makes it make a makes a creamy mouthfeel. Mm. This isn't an ASMR. You can speak up. Do you, <laughs> have you ever had a creamy mouthfeel before? I have, but we don't talk about it much. Oh it, yeah, I, I was uh, experimenting a lot back was then. Was it vanilla? No, it wasn't. It was salty. <laughs> I don't think we're talking about the same thing. Nilly, nilly, Doctor Pepper. <laughs> Know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Let's just let, let, uh, let's say yes and move on. <laughs> Ed Ray, when you when you put your nose into this beer, what do you smell? Do you do you smell regret? Do I you, do. Do you smell that hooker at the bar? I wish I did, but I don't know what what they smell like anymore. Smell that? Oh, you don't know how they smell like anymore. So he used to sniff hookers at bars. And so, he, but he cannot recall the odor of the yeah, hookers at the bar. Yeah, I guess that's because when you take too many beatings to the head, you lose some of your senses. Can't confirm. <laughs> and so, uh, I'm smelling <laughs> something that's like I think it's like the, I'm smelling the vanilla and malt, and it's making a weird mixture. Do you smell vanilla malt? You do smell vanilla and malt. Like what? Where? What kind of vanilla? Like what? Where? Where have you heard, smelled that before? Maybe. Hmm. Apparently, the beaver's butthole smells like that. I guess he's got a point right there. Yeah, the beaver's butt. So this smells like pure hooker beaver butt. (laughs) (laughs) We're not doing any favors for advertising. We are so sorry, Buxton Brewing Company. 
We're just beginning. Let us get started. We haven't tasted it yet. We're going to taste this beer. It tastes like Hooker Beaver, but... So nicely. Ronjoy has left the chat. All right, ready? <laughs> Everyone, savor the sip, lick it, touch it, do this. <laughs> ah, vanilla with a bite of beer. Yeah. Pure beer. When I mean pure water beer. When I yeah. mean water beer, I mean like Bud Light. This is vanilla Bud Light. It is. I'm disappointed. Nice. Dude, there's there's a lot more cream ales out there that are more creamy. This is thin as fuck. It's kind of bitter. Like, I know a cream ale doesn't have to be like a fucking milkshake. But there are some thicker cream ales. And who makes it? Not what, the thicker ones? Yeah, who makes the thicker cream ale? Tell me now. I don't know. Quit pulling quotes out your ass and tell me <laughs> I don't which beer is the thicker cream ale. I remember their existence. I remember experiencing them. I don't remember the names on any cans <laughs> or bottles. Are we, I know are, are, are we talking this. about beer? Yeah. Are we talking about women, Keenan? Yes. Okay. <laughs> and Ray, do you, do you have a similar reaction? Do you do you sometimes this you remember water. you remember the feeling, but you don't remember the person? I mean the drink or the guy's name. <laughs> the guy's name. Or how much he paid you. I'm at a point where I don't know anything. I think I got dementia. Oh, good God. Okay, tell me about this beer that you're trying, though. Tastes like A&W cream soda. I don't even taste any beer. It tastes like fucking vanilla water, man. Cream soda, he said. So he tastes something. No, it's so lightly carbonated. Not even cream soda. Lightly carbonated? Mine's like... maybe Maybe it's bitter. I honestly don't taste the alcohol. Something must have been mitigated in the process. Dude, this beer sucks. Oh my god. Why'd you let it suck so bad? Uh, I wasn't at Buxton Brewing Company. <laughs> Why not? They're down the street. Well, they You could have gone me. and saved them. You could have stopped them. I was changing tires. They're expanding, and yet people that make good beer are My tire clothing. shop is expanding. Alright, priorities. My god. Alright, we keep the 18-wheelers on the street. You're happy at, you know, Walmart and Coke. Yeah, see, you know? Huh? What if, uh, what if uh, like, I, I was changing a, a, a tire on a Coke truck that was vital to your job? How's it vital to my job? Because if the Coke truck doesn't get there, then you don't have Cokes to stop. Good. <laughs> Fair enough. Touche, sir. <laughs> That's kind of how, like, I was pissed when the Coke truck showed up, said he wanted eight wheels. <laughs> <laughs> I was just fucking chill. I was sweeping. I was happy sweeping. Yeah. <laughs> happy sweeping. No, I'm ne- you're never happy sweeping. You sweep tires? Yeah. You keep them clean. No, fuck that. Huh? Speaking of, sometimes when people come in and their rim's super fucking filthy, you literally have to clean that shit to do your job. Then you're like, I'm cleaning your goddamn fucking rim, all right? That's not part of my job description. Get a goddamn detail before you come in here. This isn't... Oh, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm fucking ranting. <laughs> oh, my God. Let's move on, all right? This isn't about that. Do you ever vacuum wheels? No, but I've done the opposite, all right? Like, you, like, connect this in that makes, like, the, the hose just blow air, so it's just like I just blow all the dirt off. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very nice, very nice. I love it. Love it. Love it. Creamy. Yeah. Dirty. This beer reminds me of this time I tried to make cookies from scratch. And they came out and they were not very good. But for some reason I kept wanting to eat them. (laughs) And I ate the whole plate even though I knew they weren't that good. That's this beer. 
I keep drinking it even though it's okay. I've been through that too, but that's because of poverty and I had nothing else in the house except for these makeshift cookies that I made. <laughs> it was literally flour, water, and for flavor, peanut butter. It worked. What? I mean, it was not uh, flour, gourmet, water. but it, it, it worked. Flour, water, and peanut butter. <laughs> yeah, you just make like this dough. Okay, four, okay. Four, four Ed Ray's cooking show, we're going to have a bake-off between Keenan and Ed Ray. Oh, dude, another thing I did. And they're going to make poor man's peanut butter cookies. No, and in a similar situation, didn't even have flour or water at the time. And I, I really wanted something like <laughs> kind of desserty, and there was fucking nothing in my house. But I found cornbread mix. All right, so I mixed that cornbread mix with water, and then I mixed peanut butter into the cornbread mix and made peanut butter cornbread. <laughs> oh. I was fucking happy for it that night. Like it, it resembled a dessert. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever had peanut butter cornbread? Not to my knowledge. Would you? It does sound appetizing to you? Mush sounds appetizing. Oh, there we go. He likes mush. Mush. It Mushy. was mush. That was that um, was the good part about it. Now we are brought to, together today to discuss a film that we all four saw together in a six seat. You know what? Someone was sitting in one of our seats. I noticed we should, that. We should have hey. said, yeah. I'm like, we don't have a six person, but still, fuck you for sitting yeah, there. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> Goddamn. I was like, who the fuck is this guy? What if we had somebody... Sir, we purchased that six That would have been awkward if we had so a six... we're not sitting next to someone? If we found the yeah. six person, that would have been like a weird exchange. Like, hey, man, that's my seat. Here's yeah. not your seat. Check your tickets, though. Blah, blah, blah. This is my number. Then it would have been the whole... The whole... Like, look, the movie is starting. Just fucking move. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... Oh, man. But we all went and seen Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania. Yeah, Quantum Mania. Waited a long time for this one. We'll start on this side and make our way through to discuss our first thoughts. You can't do that to me. I gotta, I gotta no, do it the, to you. The, the non-Marvel. Exactly. We'll, we'll make our way back. Okay, okay. Uh, it looked super cool. I like the world building because that's really what I'm into is, is the eye candy. Um... It was that was that was neat. It made me think about the. Have y'all heard of the Library of Babel? No. Yes. No, Babel. Yeah. Have you heard about it? Okay. The Library of Babel. Yeah. It's basically it. an. So if you don't know what that is, look it up. It's an algorithm that basically searches through. Theoretically, there's an infinite library of every possible book that could ever be written, and if you type in a phrase, it will come up with these algorithm coordinates of everywhere that appears in this hypothetical infinity library. That's how I understand it to be, and it kind of reminded me of that, but like in 3D worlds, and it also reminded me of uh, Neville Goddard's teachings. Uh, he's, I'm sorry, I'm tired. This may not be coherent. No, but, Neville uh, Goddard's. Yeah, he he came. He was up in with Harry this... Potter. No. <laughs> huh? That's... Yeah, he was a Hufflepuff, right? Oh dear. Jesus Christ! Oh, Neville. For one, Neville was a fucking Gryffindor. There we go, Gryffindor. And it's a different Neville. And that's <laughs> not the. There there has been other Neville. Thinking of Neville Longbottom. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, Neville Goddard talks about how everything in the world is God, and so uh, I kill and I make alive, I wound and I heal, and none can deliver out of my hand. He kind of like quotes the Bible, but he uses it to support his panentheist views on everything. It's really cool what he does. Look it up. But that's what, uh, that's what the main villain reminded me of. Yeah? Yeah. But like with that with like time and space instead of... Yeah, he's like going through these infinite 
universes killing all these people, but it's like, according to certain religions, like Sikhism also does this, there's only God in the universe, so anything God does to God, like, you know, who are you to say that's wrong? I don't know, it's really interesting. It's a concept called hook'em. You can look all this stuff up. I might be wrong, I'm sorry. Man, Texas hook'em. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, man, like I think you'll get different results if you type that in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Keenan, how do you feel about the the, the hook hook and all the things that are happening in Ant Man and the Wasp Pontomania? I feel like I wish that we could start a podcast the <clears> second <throat> we get into the car. Like I had billions of thoughts. You but, did. But then, like my mind is so. You had billions of thoughts. Yeah. Now I have ten. You know, so like, you, yeah, you, you you summarized it down. Okay, what are the what are the? That's summaries? a good way to look at it. I look at it like I forgot all of them except oh, for ten. Shit. Uh, so uh, I really enjoyed it. Like she said, it was it was very great visuals. It all looked amazing. I actually, for some reason, I, I and of course you know uh, everyone knew the plot going into it, and I anticipated that it, the whole thing would take place in the quantum realm. But I didn't want that. I wanted like King to like get out and them like and then like the final act takes place like in our world you know why it it feel more like it, we're progressing towards something more and phase <coughs> five but it's all going like, to be in the quantum realm what the whole all of phase five yeah no it has to be no he gets out no the different universes though it's 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 it, we, we've grown we've grown past earth yeah i know but earth I, is I, done. I said our 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 universe, not our not. There's other universes. Not the quantum realm, goddammit. There's <laughs> other worlds. The fucking the, the macro realm. <laughs> There's other universes. Yeah, but they're not all the quantum realm. It's like I feel like it. You're uh you're 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 pan you were you know what? <laughs> Move on. Okay. Well, like, I, like I said, I, I anticipated that it would take place in, at all in the quantum realm. That wasn't really that big of a deal. Kang was. I, I, I was not disappointed with Kang. He was everything that I hoped he would be. And uh, are you excited for the? Did you see uh, Ramatut in the yeah. after credits? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, man, dude, it was all so good, but it's all just building <coughs> up to so much that it just leads. It just. It just leaves you with so much anticipation for not even the next movie. Now you're anticipating like a movie that's coming like ten years and twenty movies later, or, or like ten years and five. A lot of fucking movies. Like this is all leading so, the Avengers Kang Dynasty, and that's gonna be in, like what twenty twenty six or some shit. Millions of Kangs. Yeah. Are they gonna have to do like? Are, are they gonna basically have to fight like all the Kangs? Nah, I like, think is so. it gonna be is it gonna be like them fighting like the Oompa Loompas like in from the from the remake of uh, you know how in the remake uh, <laughs> of the Oompa Loompa movie yeah yeah like the Charlie the, and Chocolate the remake Charlie and Cho- Charlie and Chocolate Factory where it was one guy and he was playing like all, all the, the Loompas. Loompas yeah what if like it's what like if that? that's yeah that's gonna be uh, Kane the Conqueror playing all the Oompa Loompas well I th- it's it, there's gonna be a bit of that Avengers. but it's gonna lead it's gonna boil down to one major Kang the Conqueror the, like probably the one that was in the quantum realm he probably uh, oh did he survive get, he probably, they said he dead oh yeah I bet you they, he's uh, dead they could still be wrong they killed him they seem like they know what they're talking oh, about oh no they're tampering with the quantum realm the Avengers are well there's one Kang the above greatest all Kangs Avengers. and it's like I really thought the one in the quantum realm was gonna be that Kang 616 is that the Kang that's above all Kangs huh there's, no he's dead too Loki killed him 
Oh yeah, no that that's the one king that's he's like that king was like separate from the rest of the kings because he, he, was he protected to the the greatest the Avengers kings. group. Yeah, the but big the greatest. There's one king that rules over all the kings. Kind of like how there's one Wanda that's the greatest Wanda's in their in their universe. The one right, doctor, there's a second one Doctor Strange that, second, that can. All right, there's a second king that is the second greatest, and he's King the Conqueror. The other the first major greatest king of all kings is. I think they're. I think they're both called, dead. What's he called in Loki? The un- both, two of the uh, best are dead now, and now there's three. No matter how many kings you kill, there's going to be a king that is the big bad. No, there's three there, now. There's going to be one king that is the big bad at the at, at the end of Avengers. Uh, we don't king know that. Dad. They could be fighting all three at the same time. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> there's three. They showed three big bads that are ruling it. Oh, what the three at the yeah, Ramatut. And then the two other ones. No, see, and and none of them are like the. It'll be like well, the, I'm king, the, the king that looks like the king that was in uh, that was the villain of Castlevania <coughs> with the green and purple outfit and the blue face. Oh, was he in the old school era? Well, that is King the Conqueror. That is the main villain of Avengers: King Dynasty. It may be not that one, but that is how he fucking was. He's was he? All the other kings that look different, they're not the big bad because they don't fucking look like that. But was Kane the Conqueror? Conqueror was that Kane, the uh, the medicine guy that Loki seen in the after credits? I can't remember. Was he like maybe he was zapped to the past? No, no, I think that's like one of the first. I think that's just a hundred percent separate king. That's his own king. Okay. Yeah. That's that's not not the king. Damn. But uh, yeah, dude, like it was a great movie. It was, it was really great, and uh, I don't know. I had so much to say about it. Now it's just like it's good. <coughs> good. Uh, you know, uh, Paul Rudd was great in it. Uh, yeah. I was happy with I, you know, uh... everything Scott Lang did. I enjoyed things within the, within the movie, but I do think it should have ended with um, like the, yeah they they Kang's gone and they they ended his like little reign, but maybe he did escape with the I thought he, I thought he was gonna do that like I thought like they were gonna get up to to the tower and it's like oh he grabbed that fucking particle thing and just left himself. Well, like I think what it is is like they did obviously leave it with a bit of a cliffhanger, and especially they built some anticipation with that end credit scene. But I really thought that they would like that Quantum Mania would drive Phase Five more. Like it would be more obvious of exactly where it's going next oh. after this movie, and it, it was not that obvious. It was uh, it's kind of vague. Why? It shows you all the villains. They yeah. still haven't even introduced some of these people. Blade has not been been introduced. Like all these guys that are supposed to be fighting them haven't even been shown yet. Exactly. They could have. Revealed and introduced more. Everyone else is going to die. Guardians of the Galaxy, they're all going to die in this next movie. So this is actually a worthless movie, probably. And so... Yeah, it's basically like all just leading up to Loki Season 2. Yeah. And Blade. And that's about it. Maybe maybe Hulk gets involved, man. Mm. Young Avengers. Oh, his, you know, his gay uh, son. Oh, yeah, yeah. Asian son. Yeah, what's up with the Young Avengers? I really thought that they'd, like, have a plan for that by now. They are. Don't you tell the kids with their fucking powers? There's, no, I mean, there's baby a, Thor. A, a, a movie titled Young Avengers. Huh? There's not a Young Avengers movie coming out. Yeah, Avengers, uh, whatever. What? Five, uh, or whatever. Six. Secret Wars? Probably, yeah. No, that's not, that's not going to have to do with just the Young Avengers. Mostly, yeah. 
Nah. They're, they're the ones that are going to be fight the main king. No. <laughs> there's still a list of, dude, like, there, there's still a list of adult Avengers that are the Avengers. Who? Uh, Ant-Man, that's it. No, there's, there's Ant-Man, there's the uh, the Falcon that is now Captain America, there's still Bucky, or Bucky might join the Thunderbolts, right? See? Uh, there's, uh... That's it? There's still Doctor Strange, there's still Hulk, there's still, uh, uh, Hawkeye. Well, they're fighting a different Kang. I, I think, honestly, Keenan's problem with the film, which was, like, the plot wasn't... Dragging enough? Yeah, like, it, was, it wasn't a driven enough plot where you can see where this is going with the Kangs and all that. I think that's what I enjoyed about the movie, because it, it forced you to stop and kind of feel like you're in there and you don't know what's going on, so you're forced to look at the interesting, weird... Interesting yeah, like weird quantum goo. Survives fact, on its own it's like a, a, as a standalone movie. Yeah, movie. it's kind of what I loved about Star Wars, honestly. like That's what I wanted to say, was the first half of the film feels like you're stuck in a world that's the Star Wars cantina scene from A New Hope. You know you know the cantina scene from A yeah. New Hope? Where it's all these gritty, weird-looking creatures, and you're like, and they could be hostile or not. That's, that's how I felt. And it was kind of, for a moment, it was really magical, and then it got into the plot. I'm a very not-plot person, because I feel like my life has no plot, so it's, like, not relatable when there is one, because I'm never going to save the world. So when it's just people walking around like they don't know what's going on, I'm like, yeah, yeah, heck yeah. Oh, that reminds me, like, the character is really funny. Like, the dude who's like, oh, they were funny. drink me so you can understand. Yeah, and he's like, I have no hole. And then he gets a hole, and he's like, I have a hole! <laughs> and he starts eating people. And he sucks those people. Yeah. Oh, man, that was creepy. Oh, my God. Bill Murray's funny, in this movie. Oh, yeah, and very briefly. So and, like, I knew it would be just a cameo, but, uh... Did they, did they leave, like, what happened to him? Like, they... Man, he was eating. Was he? I couldn't even. Yeah, by the dead. end of the movie, I, I was, he was trying just to. Well, like <coughs> by the end of the movie, I was trying to recall like what did happen. They to grew that they, that thing that he ate. They grew one of them and it, it ate him. No, it was just hit. It didn't. It wasn't eating nobody. It was just swinging people around. I thought no, that I was the that random was, people, but it ate I, him. No, I was looking because I was like, because you know, like the whole point is that drink is you eat that creature. So I thought as revenge, that creature would start eating people. So I was like specifically looking and waiting for that. He didn't eat nobody. He just hit people around, and then the scene ended. Yeah. But he had Bill Murray, and he was going to his belt. I don't know. No. I could. I could. By the end of the movie, I couldn't remember. I was trying. I forgot about that whole scene. Ed Ray, you sat with us at this movie. Give us your full thoughts and breakdown of this film. All right, here are my thoughts, and people are not gonna like this, but it sucked. The movie sucked dick, just like a drunken midget. And I'm gonna tell, and I'm gonna tell you why because. Oh, thank the, God. The, the plots, the plots were boring. The action scenes were boring, and Bill Murray was boring. Or is this because you ain't seen the 39 movies that led up to this movie? So of course you don't know the plot. <laughs> In all fairness, I have not also seen those movies. I really haven't watched them. I've seen clips. My one complaint is that there was not enough latex masks, a la Jim Henson working on Star Wars A New Hope. It was all computer-generated <coughs> cartoon characters. No! Okay, the latex masks look real because they are real. They're not digitally generated computer nonsense. They look like latex because they are latex. 
No. <laughs> okay, so no. <laughs> all right, so here here's what I think. If Stan Lee was alive, he would have criticized the movie for the way it was written and the way it was executed. There are worse Marvel movies that were made while Stan Lee was alive, and he cameoed in them, and probably didn't say a word negative about them. Ouch. Door to Dark World. Well, I never saw that, so I really can't no say anything did. about that. <laughs> yeah. But, but let's face it, the quality of Marvel movies have gone down ever since, number one, Disney acquired Marvel Studios, and what number two, Jesus Christ, Stan no, Lee, no, no, when Stan <laughs> Lee, no, when Stan Lee died, when, when, no, 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 when Stan Lee died, the quality of Marvel Stan movies, Stan Lee didn't even have any input on the fucking movie, they gave him his cameo and his paycheck, and he was happy for it, was this before Disney, was this before Disney bought them, no, Disney no. created everything that we know about Marvel. No, no, Marvel no, now. wait a minute. Didn't Every, Marvel didn't this, Universal own the rights to Marvel Studios before no, Disney they owned did? the rights for like a, ha- a scattered handful of characters. They had not a one finger in the actual Marvel Studios. <laughs> and how can and you it ha- is Disney that has created this Marvel fucking empire that we know and love starting with Iron Man in 2008 without Disney you don't have the MCU at well all. here's the thing without Disney Marvel movies were actually a hell of a lot better no, you, go back really to, you go back to Spider-Man what, in 2002 Ford? no no you go back to Spider-Man in 2002 and that didn't have <laughs> that didn't have, have any input from Disney whatsoever and Stanley oversaw all the flaws in the movie which made Spider-Man back well, in Spider-Man's 2002 great, great yeah I'm not gonna say that's not a bad movie uh, Fantastic Four 1 and 2 you know the one with Rise of the Silver Surfer those are bad movies no uh, one could argue that Daredevil with bad Aff- Ben Affleck is a bad movie I would never make that <laughs> argument I fucking love that movie but apparently the rest of the world hates it alright Marvel movies were very hit and miss before Disney more misses than hits you just reminded me that I am super curious how Ryan George of Pitch Meetings is going to ruin this movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sure. I was, I was is, thinking that. The bottom line is this movie was just boring. Even the action scenes couldn't uh, grip me, so oh, I'm just going like to say that this movie sucked. Yeah, this movie sucked just like the Avengers Endgame sucked. I will fucking cut you. <laughs> Go ahead. Bring it, Irish prick. Anyways, uh... Speaking of, like, to the contrast of what he said, I thought the action was great. You're I thought Irish this was, like, too. the most, uh, like, impressive shit. Because, <laughs> like, you know, like, <clears throat> they have a good job of, uh, like, over the span of movies, like, you see these superheroes come into their powers and actually, like, uh, they train, they become stronger, they, they discover more of what they're capable of. Like, if you watch all, like, all the, the Avengers movies and just, like, compare... Like, uh, Captain America's performance in each movie, it's like a step up each fucking time. And it's not just like, oh, hey, we gotta make this new new movie better. Like, there's logic to it, how he's like, he, he's, you know, he's fought more, he's trained more, he's come to his powers more. And you can see the same thing with uh, Scott Lang and Ant-Man, you know? Like, he, he, he had no fucking real combat skills at the beginning of Ant-Man 1. And you can watch his whole entire progress and, like really see his combat skills in this movie and how like he actually knows what he's doing now. And you know, when he blew up at the end it's like the biggest he'd ever been and he was all fucking pissed. Dude, that was that was a great fucking action scene, you know? Great action scene he says. Uh, I didn't see any greatness in that. I see cliched action scenes. Yes, there's been so much uh, it it becomes to a point where so you many movies take place in the scenes. quantum realm. 
with a guy who's like a 100 feet Oh yeah? Tall. How about Modoc? What's your thoughts about Modoc? Yeah. Oh, Boring as hell. I hated it and liked him at the same time. Like, I hated that they what they did with Modoc, but it's like, once you get over the fact that they did do that, it was like, eh, it's kind of alright. What, what are your thoughts that, um, uh, Modoc said, uh, you know, you, you don't have to be a dick? Well, it depends on the situation. Oh. Is that a. Is there any significance in that? Is that like from the comics or something? What? That line? No, I don't know. in the movie. Yeah. Powerful line. Yeah. Now, I, no, I, I'm not just joking. You know, I have, a, I have a question that has been bothering for me, bothering me for years. How come all the fun stuff, the funny stuff in the comic books does not translate well in movies? Because the purpose, the purpose of a comic is not only to get your attention on what the subject is, but also to entertain you. Where's the entertainment aspect in it in movies? Have you have you ever seen a Marvel movie? <laughs> At all? Not on my own. They are filled to the brim with... I mean, did you see Thor Love and Thunder? That was nothing but jokes in the most serious of times. It ruined the movie. <laughs> yeah, the Marvel movies can't go ten seconds without a fucking funny quip or whatever. You know, well, this, where are the jokes? I couldn't find the jokes anywhere. You know, this one, this one had Wait the, ten seconds. This one had the least jokes. Yeah, it did, but it's not to say it was without jokes. Where were the jokes? Ah, uh, the dude with the holes, and he's like, oh, you drink me to understand people. And, uh, <coughs> just, all the jokes came from just shit that Scott Lang said, basically. That was like boring all, as hell. They're like, they were, there wasn't much humor outside of just Scott Lang's lines, you know. Like, uh, just the way he puts things, and, I don't know. There's comedy comes from him always, you know. Did have it did have uh, less comedy than other Marvel films. It did, which probably well, ruined the quality of the no, movie. No, dude, that's a good thing, man, because they're like, it, it's getting to the point to where they can't go ten seconds without making a joke. And again, that's what ruined uh, uh, Thor: Love and Thunder, you know. <coughs> and hell, the first when the first Avengers came out, like, man, like every single Marvel movie had their comedy, but like. It was when the first Avengers came out, and you get all these Avengers together, and every single one of them was dropping a, a funny one-liner every ten seconds. Like, I walked out of that movie thinking that was, like, almost too much comedy for this action movie I just went to go see, you know? And it only got, like, worse after that, so it's like, this this is actually becoming an issue. <laughs> so, like, it's like they're becoming self-aware, and they're trying to cut back on that. It's now. not just the, the amount of comedy, like you said. It's the way that it's executed that I don't like. Yeah, they weren't... You see, like, people... It's like, people made the mistake of loving the first Avengers. And they're like, oh, you like that? Then we're just gonna do that so much fucking more. Until, like, it's like, Jesus Christ, calm down. That's not what I meant, you know? Because uh, they, they, they realized that this formula of having a really badass action movie but that's filled to the brim with funny one-liners, like, everyone loved that. So they're like, we're just gonna do that times ten. So, so that basically, Marvel took the Adam Sandler direction in terms of comedy, huh? It's like if Adam Sandler and Michael Bay got together and made a movie. <laughs> yeah. Finally, Keenan has a good point. Marvel is Michael Bay and Adam Sandler making films. We watched Ant Man and the Quantum Mania. There was some good mo. The the ending was really good. The opening was good. Mid- oh yeah, dude. Mid- like middle was a lot of explaining. You know what? 
the one the one thing I didn't like about this movie was probably how drawn out the mother was at explaining herself. There's oh, a yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah, oh, I, I thought that was, they they wanted to shroud that in so much mystery as long as they could. So just say it. You're, you're I, I driving in a ship. She's, yeah, she's like, like, we don't have time. They're they're sitting there. They're like they're in a ship. They're flying somewhere. They probably have like a two hour fucking journey, and she's like, we don't have time to talk about it. And then they sit there silently for two hours. Like, I think you could have talked to her. Gee, Michelle Pfeiffer, I sure hope you don't die before you can tell us what's going on. That would be... Yeah. What will we do then? Yeah, like, I guess so we'll so... out. He seems like a swell dude. I really thought it was going to be more of the way they dragged you know, it They out said so him much. a lot. Yeah, him, 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 him. And it's him. And then, him. And then, him. As if it's a real mystery and there's not a fucking well, person. Well, maybe they wanted him know. to say because he he was the one that finally said like, King. "I am King the Conqueror." Yeah, but they just they could have wrapped that up quicker and got to that quicker. It was he who must they not. Yeah, maybe they're doing that. They're yeah. trying to do a he who must not be named. Which you know the gimmick works, but not but like it fell it fell apart the longer they tried to take that. Gimmick. Wait, what was um uh Loki King Loki King name? I was trying to, I, he who shall not be named. No, it was like he who is out of time or something like that, or the last. He who shall remain, or, or he who remains. <coughs> yeah, yeah, something like that. Wan Shi Tong, he who knows ten thousand things. Wait, no, that's Avatar. Uh, man, I'm. Uh, it reminded me that, like, you know, I am excited for Loki season two. I'm excited for Deadpool three, and like, uh, uh, Owen Wilson's character apparently is going to be in Deadpool three, and. Uh, some other ones. What are they gonna do? You think? I don't know. Well, what what the hell's going on in Marvel? Like, is, is it too mystery? Is it too question mark of how they're gonna connect everything? Yeah, especially. Well, like it's weird how like they're they're already starting on the story arc for Avengers King Dynasty, which is like taking place after Avengers Secret War. But then, like, has nothing to do with Avengers Secret War that I can tell so far. But it also, they haven't even started the story arc for Avengers Secret War, which takes place before Avengers King Dynasty. But they have started the story arc for Avengers King Dynasty, which has nothing to do with fucking Secret Wars. So I have no idea what the fuck they're thinking, <laughs> or where they're going, or how they're going to get there, or how they're going to get the Secret Wars. And they have not anything to do with Kang. It's like they're going to fucking pause the Kang Dynasty. Uh, plot, and then shoehorn in the Secret Wars plot. I just know that's what their fucking lame asses are gonna do. Well, Keenan, that's that's just your opinion. Uh, some of that was fact. No. But that's <laughs> fine, because all we have here are opinions, opinions and beer. And not even- we are opinions and beer.